Will Cal Peterson be the LA Kings number one goalie? We'll talk about that and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. On today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, we continue our look at the Kings goaltending position with a focus on Cal Peterson. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network, where I'm a co-host, sidekick, reporter, and NHL analyst. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a lifelong L.A. Kings fan. Today, we continue our look at the Kings goaltending position. On Monday, I talked about Jonathan Quick and his future with the Kings. More on that in a second. Today, I'll take a look at Kings goalie Cal Peterson. Now, you might be surprised to know that Cal will turn 28 years old This October, he was originally a fifth-round pick of the Buffalo Sabres back in 2013, but he ended up going to the University of Notre Dame, playing hockey there, and never signed with the Sabres. He then signed as a free agent with the LA Kings in 2017. Now, in two of his three seasons in the AHL with the Ontario Reign, he wasn't that great as far as his numbers. Now, overall, with the Reign, he posted a record of 53-51-7. That was in 116 games at the AHL level. He had a goals against average in that span of 3.34 and a save percentage of 9.04. His 91 games in the NHL with the Kings have been a pretty similar story. Uh, Peterson's overall record in the NHL with LA, 39-39-8. That's over parts of four seasons. He's got a 2.86 career goals against average and a 9.07 career save percentage. Now, despite some pretty average numbers as a pro, the Kings signed Cal Peterson to a three-year, $15 million extension that starts this season. Now, he shared the net with Jonathan Quick for the most part last season. Quick ended up with 46 starts, Peterson with 35. Uh, Peterson's record with the Kings last season, 20-14-2, 2.89 goals against average, and a 8.95 save percentage. So clearly, the Kings believe that Cal Peterson has the ability to be a number one goalie by giving him that extension. But to be honest, I'm not sure what they're seeing. Now, it can't be what he's accomplished so far. Uh, It's got to be for what they feel he can be going forward. But I would be hesitant to invest that kind of money on potential, especially with a 28-year-old goalie. Now, we can make, uh, you know, assumptions about whether him being a number one goalie uh, is something that can happen. But if you're going to invest $5 million a, a season in a goaltender, I, I would feel a lot better about it if we'd at least seen him be the number one goalie in net, a guy who had taken the bulk of starts for a full season at the NHL level, at least one season. But that hasn't been the case so far for Cal. Now, stats may not tell the entire story. Um, if you go by the numbers, Cal Peterson's been, I guess, okay Um, I certainly could give you specific stats that make him look great and others that make him look not so great. That's the, that's one of the uh, maddening things about stats. There are, there are always stats that make you look good and some that don't. Um, but I, I think if you're going by the eye test, if you watched Cal Peterson play last season, 
I think it pretty much is backed up by what he's done statistically. Um, he, at times, looked very good. At times, he looked like he had the ability to be a number one goalie in the NHL. And there were other times where he didn't, where he looked very average uh, to mediocre, to bad. Um, I think you add it all together and the eyeball test and the stats tell you the story so far on Cal Peterson. He has not proven he can be a number one goalie at the NHL level. And yet the Kings have invested in him for three more seasons at $5 million per season. Now that might not seem like a lot of money, but consider that $5 million per season is the same average annual value for goaltenders like UC Saros in Nashville, Thatcher Demko in Vancouver, Robin Leonard in Vegas, and Jack Campbell in Edmonton. Um, that's only a million dollars less than what Jacob Markstrom is making with the Calgary Flames at $6 million per season, and he's clearly established himself as the best goalie in the division. Um, all those guys have proven to one extent or another that they can be number one goalies at the NHL level. Cal Peterson has not. Now, it's hard to believe that Peterson is going to suddenly figure it out and be something that he hasn't shown he has been so far at the pro level, either in the AHL or the NHL. Yes, it does take goalies sometimes longer to develop. But again, we're not talking about a 19, 20, 21-year-old. Again, he's going to turn 28 uh, this coming October. Uh, the Kings are betting that he can or will turn into something that he hasn't at this point. Um, and, and I'm skeptical about that, to be honest with you. Um, now, last season, it seemed like a pretty poorly kept secret that the Kings were thinking Peterson would end up winning the number one job. Now, it didn't happen. Uh, so what is the thinking of the team going into this season as far as their goaltender position? Honestly, I don't know for sure, but I would think it would seem logical that Jonathan Quick, based on what he accomplished last season, would at the very least be the 1A option for the Kings with Cal Peterson being the 1B option. Um, so what are the benefits of having a tandem in net, uh, two guys basically sharing the net? Well, it could be argued that knowing that the job is somewhat open for a competition, maybe that motivates both Jonathan Quick and Cal Peterson to battle each other in the hopes of eventually wrestling that job away from each other. Um, it also keeps them both sharp, um, playing uh, more than a normal situation. Um, if an injury occurs, one of them would likely be able to take over the bulk of the time in the net and not have it be a a big transition. And, and certainly the, the team in front of them would feel comfortable with either goalie being in that number one job. Plus, let's be honest, Jonathan Quick's 36 years old. And, and if it's a 1A, 1B situation, kind of like it was last year, he could benefit from getting uh, some extra rest, not having to make the majority of starts and keep him fresh potentially for the end of the season when hopefully the Kings are going to be in the playoffs. Now, the downside of having the Kings' current goalie situation is that they've invested financially in both these guys, and that's money that could be potentially used elsewhere. Jonathan Quick and Kyle Peterson have a combined salary cap hit of $10.8 million for this season. They are the highest paid tandem of goalies in the entire NHL, which I was surprised to find out once I did the research. Uh, now, the usual formula for most NHL teams is to have an established number one goalie to pay him somewhere around five to six, maybe even seven million dollars, and then have a number two goalie that makes around a million or less. Uh, teams then have an extra five million or so available to make their roster better. I'm sure the Kings 
wouldn't mind having an extra $5 million to, I don't know, say sign guys like Mikey Anderson or Sean Dursey or bring in somebody else. Um, But the bottom line for the Kings now is that they have two okay goalies uh, that they are overpaying, overpaying for. It is far from an ideal situation, but it is one the Kings will have to deal with for at least this season until Jonathan Quick's contract expires after this year. And then uh, it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out going forward. Um, but that's a topic for another time. I think for now, looking at the Kings goalie situation for this season, it seems clear to me that Cal Peterson has a lot to prove um, this season and going forward. Um, just like Jonathan Quick has a lot to prove as far as whether he gets um, more time to play for the LA Kings or not based on his performance. Cal Peterson, I think, is still um, trying to establish himself that he is a legitimate number one goalie, that he is the future, at least the short-term future in net for the LA Kings. But again, that is that is all to be determined. Uh, we will see how it plays out. But again, it'll be very, very interesting to see after this season uh, how things are going to play out. Will Cal Peterson have proved this year by maybe wrestling that number one job away from Jonathan Quick that he is the solution going into the near future for the LA Kings? Or does Jonathan Quick play well? Uh, and and we still have a question mark about about uh, Cal Peterson. And, you know, do you want to be paying your, your backup goalie uh, $5 million a year? No, that's not the ideal situation. But again, that's the situation for at least this season for the LA Kings, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very curious to see how things play out this coming season. So I mentioned that I talked on yesterday's show uh, about how um, you know what what the future is going to hold for Jonathan Quick. I put a poll question out there on our Locked On LA Kings Twitter account, which is at Locked On LA Kings, and I asked what will happen with Jonathan Quick after this season. And I put a couple of options out there, and and certainly encouraged you to make your comments as well. Um, so the first option was Jonathan Quick plays well and is re-signed after this season. The second option was that he plays okay and ends up signing elsewhere after this year. And the third option was that he loses the number one job and he ends up retiring after the season. Uh, thank you to all who participated in the poll. Uh, 61% of you felt that the most likely option was that Jonathan Quick would play well and get re-signed. Um, 14% of you thought that he would play okay and then end up signing elsewhere. And 25% of you thought that he would lose the number one job and end up retiring after this season. Uh, as far as the comments that were made, uh, on that post on Twitter, uh, we had Carter Rubin saying that he thinks that quick will play well and then retire. Uh, West coast hockey bias says the same, uh, also added that uh, he's too competitive to be happy being a backup. Uh, KG Martin 32 says that quick will play great. He'll be the number one goalie all season. He'll agree to a two year reduced salary to give the Kings some cap space. And then the statue will be built and unveiled in 2025. Turcott search and rescue says that he plays well and retires, uh, a message to you. Rudy says, uh, and that's Rudy spelt with an HR, uh, says he wins the Jennings with Peterson retires and enters the 2024 presidential election. Uh, L.A. Kings pride has, I think, what all of us would ultimately love to see. Quick wins the cup, the con Smythe, and then re-signs for one more year. That would certainly be a great scenario. Uh, Crystal says, I think he plays well, extended one year, then retires. Um, so thank you to all who participated in the poll and commented as well. I think it was a little surprising that several people thought that Jonathan Quick would play well this year and then retire, which I can't see happening. Why, If he plays well and the team is good... Uh, why would he retire? That doesn't really make any sense. I, I know we would all like to see 
our heroes or the guys that we really like. And I think Jonathan Quick certainly is is that amongst plenty of Kings fans right off into the sunset and go out on top. But that so rarely happens. It is very rare. Uh, usually, unfortunately, it play, usually plays out to where you you have to show or kind of prove to yourself that you don't have it anymore or or show the team you don't have it anymore. And then you you either are told or decide to to walk away. I, I think that's frankly what happened with Dustin Brown this year. He didn't have a great season. His contract came to an end and he decided, you know what, this it's time. It's time for me to move on. Um, I've had a great career. I don't want to be a guy who's holding on too long. And uh, if that's the case for Jonathan Quick, I certainly would see him doing the same. But again, if he plays well, uh, I would be shocked uh, if if he ended up retiring at the end of the season. Hey, we're going to have another um, uh, poll question up today, and it involves Cal Peterson. So uh, again, hopefully you guys enjoy this type of thing. We're going to have more of these polls and things for you to be interactive with the show. And again, thank you to all who participated in our poll and made comments for the Jonathan Quick poll. If you'd like to place a wager on the LA Kings to win the Stanley Cup next season, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, big trade deadline going on today in baseball, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Head to BetOnline or use your mobile device to learn more about all the action happening today. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. So still no update on the Kings re-signing defenseman Mikey Anderson and or Sean Dursey. Uh, once that happens, obviously, we will discuss in detail. And just for context, um, most teams have unsigned players at this point. This isn't unique to the Kings. Uh, I think the best example of this probably is the Dallas Stars, who have their number one goalie, Jake Ottinger, and their number one young star forward, Jason Robertson, a former junior King who grew up in Arcadia, uh, both unsigned as restricted free agents. So... Uh, it's not just the Kings. There are other teams out there that have uh, still not signed um, all their players at this point. Still plenty of teams out there that need to get under the salary cap. The Kings right now aren't over the cap, but are expected to be. So I, I don't think there's anything uh, to be read into the fact that neither Mikey Anderson or Sean Dursey have agreed to a contract at this point. Um, there, that's, it, it, there are many other situations around the league where that is the case. Well, still plenty of time. Uh, going forward for that to happen. Uh, we do have some news on some LA Kings prospects. Uh, former Kings first-round pick, uh, defenseman Brant Clark, uh, number one pick of the team in 2021, or first-round pick, I should say, um, as well as second-round pick in that same year, forward Francesco Pinelli. Both were not selected for Team Canada for the upcoming World Junior Championships that start in Edmonton um, a week from today. Um, I, I saw Brant Clark play on the final day of the Kings development camp uh, in a scrimmage, so I'm not going to act like I'm an authority on, on his game. But everything I hear and read from people who are in the know say that he is going to be an NHL player sooner rather than later. It is hard to believe there are eight other players in Canada in his age group that are more deserving of playing on the world junior team for Canada, but Apparently, the powers that be feel that that is the case. Alan Millar is the Team Canada GM, and Andre Tourney, the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, is also the head coach for Team Canada, and apparently they didn't think that Brant Clark was a fit. Now, remember, he wasn't selected, controversially so, 
for the team roster originally for the World Juniors, which was set to take place this past December, but then got uh, started and then quickly canceled due to COVID issues. Uh, this time around, they did add Brant Clark to the roster, only to now leave him off of the final roster. Um, so I, I can only assume Brant Clark is a very talented offensive defenseman. I can only assume that the powers that be at Team Canada felt they have enough offense that they wanted their defense to be more defense-oriented. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know that there's been an explanation. If there is, um, if somebody does ask the question and it gets answered, I'll certainly pass it along to you guys. But it is very curious. Again, the Brant Clark situation with Team Canada that he was originally left off the roster and people were scratching their heads over that. And now he was added to the roster only to be cut from the final roster and, and people are scratching their heads over that as well. It seems, but um, he's not going to be playing for team Canada. Unfortunately, we won't be able to watch him on the ice um, next week. Um, but I guess if you want to look at what is the upside to this, um, well, we know for sure Brent Clark isn't going to get injured while playing in the world juniors. And that's always a concern, right? When you have players participating in some sort of an event that really doesn't have anything to do with your team. Um, you just hope they don't get hurt. Um, he could have gained some some nice, valuable experience. But, you know, maybe this is also more motivation for him. I mean, this is being talked about a lot. I know every time you see an interview with him, they always bring this up to him. I'm sure he's sick of hearing about it. I'm sure he is disappointed. So perhaps this is just um, more motivation for Brant Clark to to show that, you know, he still apparently has something to prove with at least some people out there uh, in the hockey world. But again, a little disappointed to know that Brant Clark will not be taking part in next week's World Juniors. Um, I was able to find final rosters for Team Finland for the World Juniors, and it will feature a pair of Kings forwards uh, that were recently drafted. That would be Kaspar Simontabel, who was a third-round pick in 2020 by the Kings, and forward Samuel Hellenius, a second-round pick in 2021. They will be on the roster for Team Finland. Uh, Otto Salen, uh, a fifth-round pick of the Kings, this past year did not make the team. Uh, also, Helga Granz, uh, a second-round pick in 2020 for the Kings, a defenseman, uh, is going to be playing for Team Sweden. So of the eight LA Kings prospects that were selected to attend camps to try out for the World Juniors and represent their countries, only three end up making the final rosters. Uh, so it looks like I'll be watching a lot of Team Finland games and uh, Team Sweden as well to check out these guys in action. Now, if you want to watch the World Juniors, uh, all the games are going to be televised in the U.S. on the NHL Network. They're also streaming on Fubo TV and Sling TV. Uh, again, if you're interested, Finland's first game is a week from today, 6 p.m. Eastern against Latvia. Sweden's first game is next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, also against Latvia. Uh, but if you don't want to uh, watch, don't worry. Uh, I will watch for you, and I will give a report on these Kings prospects to see how they look in the upcoming World Junior Championships. Just a reminder that the Locked On NHL podcast has you covered for all of your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from the Locked On NHL channel, breaking down the biggest stories in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app or watch on YouTube. Coming up on Wednesday's show, we're going to update you on any LA Kings news from the past 24 hours and also continue to look at the Kings goaltending beyond Jonathan Quick, and Cal Peterson. Uh, we're going to focus on Kings goaltending prospects within the organization and what the future might hold in net for the LA Kings again beyond Jonathan Quick and Cal Peterson. 
To keep up to date with this show and what's going on with the LA Kings, please follow us on Twitter. We are at LockedOnLAKings. And if you would like to send me an email with any comments or thoughts on the Kings or this show or anything else, um, I would love to uh, get those emails from you. The email address is LockedOnEddie, E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. And then if you're uh, new to the show or if you haven't heard, we do have a weekly segment every Friday where we go into the uh, the email inbox and uh, and read your comments about uh, what's going on with the LA Kings. As always, thank you so much for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. Now we encourage you to make your second listen, Locked on NHL. Locked on experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening and for watching. Uh, the Locked On LA Kings YouTube channel and this podcast. I'm Eddie Garcia reminding you as always, Go Kings Go!